You're listening to Girls Gone Wild. This is Joy. And this is Claire. This is episode 144. Claire, are you sleeping over there? Yeah, I kind of, I'm like, no, I'm, I'm trying to mix it up. <laughs> we can't get, yeah, we can't you know, get. Because I was like, and this is Claire. Woo! This is episode 144. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Kalo, makers of the silicone wedding rings. We have really <laughs> exciting news for you with the Kalo rings. They have a new Kalo ring called the Q2X. And so they have this brand new material that's like uber durable. So if you're working with your hands and you really, 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 really need something super durable, I mean, crossfitters work really hard, but this is like, you know, what does your grandpa do, Claire? Oh, he just is like Mr. Fix-It. And so yeah. I gave him a Kalo ring because um, he electrocuted himself a little bit. Or his, his original wedding ring, he like somehow sent an electrical charge through it and it like burned his finger really bad and he couldn't wear a ring for like two months. And so I heard that story and was like, I'm going to send you a Kayla ring. I know just the thing. Yeah. And, but so I'm going to send him one of the new ones because he just works with a lot of, you know, a lot of grease and a lot of just gunk. I don't know. He does grandpa stuff. Yeah. And so that could really break (laughs) grandpa stuff. That could really break down even the toughest Kayla ring. So now they have this Q2X material that is 10 times more resistant to gasoline, oil, and solvent. So if you've got someone in your life that's just like doing the dirty stuff, not that kind of dirty stuff. Whoa, Joy, whoa. <laughs> Put it all together. And what you've got is the wedding band that's functional for even the dirtiest jobs in the harshest environment. So if you or your spouse is working with your hands, this is the Kayla ring built specifically and specially for you. It's overall just a little bit more durable. So if you also are the type of person who, I, I know I've gotten some feedback from people who are like, I love Kalo, but I fidget with my ring all freaking day long and then it gets kind of stretched out and gets gummy. This might be one for you to try as well because the material is a little bit it's still nice and soft, like, you know, still silicone, still nice and soft, but just a little bit more durable. Right. So if you do fidget with it, this is a little more durable. So the new quality rings feature Q2X material. They come in black, sage, and desert rose. They're available now, qalo.com. And as always, GGW gets you 15% off, including the brand new rings. Go and get yours now and support the podcast by supporting Kalo. All right. So, so we already did an episode this week. So we're kind of I like, know. wow, so did we just listened, do this? I kind of feel like that a lot. I'm like, do we not just, what are we going to talk about? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So if you haven't listened to the bonus book club episode, go check it out. We discussed the year of yes. We talk about uh, Shonda's different yeses and we talk about the different things we took away from the book. And we tried to to make this episode as, I tried to include as many of your guys' comments and feedback as possible since this was supposed to be the book club and not just joining Claire as business as usual. So we really, really hope that you guys enjoyed the book club spiel, and um, we will talk a little bit more about this at the end of the episode to remind you what our new book is, but go check out that episode if you haven't heard it already, and you'll get 34 extra minutes of Joy and Claire with yeah, Not to Love. what more could you want in life? And if what, you have really? any feedback for the book club episodes, or if you want something different, or if you want us to add anything to those episodes, please let us know. Send us an email, an email at girlsgonewad at gmail.com, or you can Check shoot you us. Check you out. You remember our email address on the first try. It's amazing what a glass of wine can do for your brain at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Or you can write us on Facebook. So, yes, yes uh, we would love to hear your feedback on that. So this week, we have a lot of things to talk about. We're just kind of catching up. We're doing some some housekeeping with some the girls. spring cleaning even <gasps> April. in the girls gone wad hq <laughs> and uh do you want to start with products let's start with products so because i'm a product crazy person you can I, whore. It's okay fine. <laughs> boo you whore i 
love products. I am one of those people who can go to Target and spend easily an hour just shopping in the product session section, like the makeup section. And so I have been snapping. Is that what that's called, Claire? Not, I've been still not sure. Still not sure. Doing some snaps. You guys follow us on Snapchat. G- I still think whenever I hear about that, I just still think of like beatniks like snapping. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. And so we are on Snapchat, GGW Podcast. Please follow us because we are, I, I have to say, Claire, I think we're kind of ruling the Snapchat world. We're pretty good yeah, at it. I feel pretty, I feel pretty good about our snaps. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I was pretty impressed with something we'll talk about later with that you snapped. I was like, go Claire. So <laughs> the, the number one thing that I'm using right now, I'm so sorry that I'm kind of like, my voice is all crazy still from, I'm having horrible allergies. So please pardon the, the throat clearing. So I've been using every morning when I get up and go to the gym on my drive there, I'm sure everyone has their routine. Like, do you have a routine, Claire? Like when you get up and you, actually you're not so much a morning person, but yeah, do you no, kind of have like, mornings, yeah, not so much. Uh, you're not like I, a routine, like you have to do this, you have to eat this, you have to drink this. Do you do okay. any of that? No. Let's also just re- recall the fact that I'm currently a stay-at-home mom and my entire day yeah. is, is ruled by the tiny overlord in my home. Tiny overlord. So, Where is he right now? He's my, I'm at my mom's house right yeah. now and my mom has him. He's getting some grandma snuggles. Yeah. snuggles. Yeah. <laughs> um, which, okay, I'm sorry I'm all over the place, but Scott and I were laughing so hard at the snap you did of Luna with that huge-ass stick. <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah. It's because they're, because of the snowstorm, all these trees went down. And so there just, like, is nothing but ginormous branches all over the Clear Creek Trail right now. And Luna was like, oh, my gosh, you guys, look at my all these sticks that Mother Nature sent to me that are, like, literal tree branches. So those of you so those of you who do not yet get on the Snapchat, Claire posted a picture of Luna and then a video of Luna trying to pick up this huge, probably as tall as Brandon, stick. Oh, taller. It was, yeah. like, a 10-foot long branch. <laughs> she was trying to run away with it. And yeah. Scott, Scott and I were laughing so hard. It was great. <laughs> yeah oh yeah that was she's like you guys oh my gosh look what i brought you look what i brought you aren't you proud of me stop paying attention to the baby <laughs> pay attention to yeah. me um, <laughs> but can the baby bring you a 10 foot stick i don't uh, think so I didn't think sometimes so. we'll be on the ground like i'll be doing tummy time with miles i'm like come on miles roll over you can do it and luna comes over rolls over and you're like really like, yes luna we all know you can roll over <laughs> She's like, I don't see what the big deal with the baby is. I have been able to roll over for years. Oh, I love her so much. She's so great. <laughs> it's about time. It's about the time of year that you need to post that photo of her doing the the stare at you, like she knows you. The she, guilty face. Yeah, the guilty face that she knows she's in trouble when she was barking it's, at the. It's post. about time for the annual posting. It of that really photo. is. I that's. <laughs> I mean, that picture is one that's like burned in my mind. It's so good because the the caption fits her face so well. <laughs> It just makes me laugh thinking about it every time. <laughs> All right. I'll see what I can do. Yay. Okay. So speaking back to routines. So in the morning, yeah. I'm a 5.30 a.m. person. So I get up and go work out at 5.30, 5.30 class. Woohoo! For okay, those of I, you. Yeah. I have a question about mm-hmm. that. I want to interject. Mm-hmm. I tried to get up at 6.30 this morning. And I have that, that my rule about sleep, which we talked about before. But my rule is if I get less than six hours of sleep, I don't go. Mm-hmm. But... I got like about exactly six hours of sleep last night and I, my alarm went off and I was like getting ready to go at 630 and I just could not tuck myself into it. Like, is it, is it easy for you to do that? Or do you just have to like, are you a morning person and you're just, you wake up and you're like, all right, time to go to the gym. Or do you really have to just like drag yourself out of bed every morning? No, I get up and I go. And I think, 
this is where it comes down to, I think, lifestyle, uh, your body clock, personalities. Yeah. I because so it's there's not like a horrible, horrible thing for you every single time. No. Okay. I mean, it's sometimes, I mean, there's some days like we went and saw Bruce Springsteen last week. And of course, like getting up the next day because we were out super late, I was like, nope, not going to work out. I'm really too tired. Right, um, but it's not like every single morning when your alarm goes off, you're like, no. No, and sometimes, dare I say, I think this, I don't know what's going on with my body clock these days, but lately I've been getting up before my alarm clock, which pisses me off so bad. So I do this weird thing where when I wake up in the middle of the night, I before I grab my phone, which is like my clock, I don't have like a clock next to my bed. I mm-hmm. pray, I pray that it's like only 10 minutes before I'm supposed to get up. So I'll like grab my phone. I'll be like, please don't be midnight. Please don't be midnight. Cause I, I mean, I just hate waking up in the middle of the night. Cause I'm like, yeah, it just, I don't know. I'm a big sleeper. So, um, but lately I've been getting up a little bit before my alarm, but most of the time when my alarm goes off, I just roll out of bed. And when Scott's traveling, obviously I don't have to worry about it, but I, I get up really fast cause I don't want to wake him. So I try to turn my alarm off really fast. So I'm not waking him up. So that kind of motivates me to like get out of the room and start getting ready. So I'm not bothering him. But anyway, I, I mean, I think I, I do just attribute it to the fact that I, that I know myself well enough that I cannot work out after work. I could, if I, yeah. if there, there's been some days recently because I started the new job that I'll get out, that I'll get out after work and I'll go work out, but it's yeah. just not. That's not the way your, your body clock goes. No, after work, I want to walk, walk JT. I want to come home and I just want to make dinner, relax, maybe watch some TV. <laughs> just Cause I, I've been curious about that, about like people who work out in the mornings because, you know, for me, I, I just have never, ever, ever been a morning person. But lately I've been starting to think like maybe everyone, you know, maybe I just have this thought in my head because you know what was it, the last episode or two episodes ago we talked about how you know people it can be so infuriating when people are like oh well the only reason that you're doing this hard thing is because it must be easy for you oh, and so yeah. I started to think like is it really just that I'm a wuss and that everybody who gets up that early it's it's hard for them and they just suck it up and I just haven't I just refuse to suck it up well there's a couple of things I feel like my body goes in phases and I also kind of attribute this to getting a little bit older. I don't know. But there's something about my body clock right now that getting up, I'm, I'm so trained at getting up that early that it's just yeah. normal for me. Not a big deal. So there's a little bit of that piece that I think some people you can train because in the I'd say in the past two or three years, it hasn't always been easy. I'll get to the morning class and I'll be like, oh my gosh, like the 530 a.m. class is very, very quiet. We're all kind of, we joke that we're very quiet because we're not awake yet. And by the time the water's yeah. over, then we're like joking that, okay, finally we're awake. So there's a little bit of both going on and I'm sure everyone is different. But for me, getting up that early is something I've always done because I know myself well enough that if I don't work out in the morning, I'm not going to do it after work or I'm going to be mm-hmm. less motivated after work. So if I get it done, my schedule allows that I can do that. Um, yeah. And then as far as just energy wise, sure, there's days when I have to force it. And sure, there's days mm-hmm. when I get there and I'm feeling like half asleep all the way through the class. And so I think it kind of ebbs and flows, but I, I'm, I've never been that person where I have to like peel myself out of bed. And that, right. I think there's a little bit of, to say that, like, I think there really is a body clock you have to listen, listen to, to say, mm-hmm. you know what, my body just performs better when I work out later. And I know there's a lot of people that just know their bodies well. I yeah. definitely can work out in the morning and feel fine and feel alert. I don't think it's something you you should feel like you're weird, but I definitely think... So it's not like everybody is just like, oh gosh, this is really hard for everyone and you're just, you just need to figure it out. 
Yeah. But I, like I said, lately I've been getting up super early because it feels, I love the silence of the morning and I've always been one of those weird creatures that I just like to putz around in the morning. I'm the opposite. Like I would rather have like silence from like 1 to 2 a.m. Like if there was like a 9 p.m. one, that would be ideal for me. Oh, no way. That's crazy. Yeah. So I think it just kind of depends on everyone, but I don't think you should compare yourself to others for sure. I think it's just, you know, do what feels right for you. But then you have to factor in like, how do you make it work? Because- yeah. I, right. I mean, like, obviously, you know, some people it's like, well, I just suck it up because if I'm not working out at 530, I'm not working out. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, that is not my case right now. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So okay. back to routine. So <laughs> I get up like in the morning and... Third bunny trail. No. <laughs> uh, so I get up in the morning and I, you know, get ready. I splash water over my face. I have like a 10 minute routine to get out the door. So I don't really have much time. And I have been using this product. So I've said before that I love the Elf line at Target. I'm sure they mm-hmm. sell it at other places, but I buy mine at Target. So it's ELF, like the movie Elf. <laughs> and it is it stands for eyes, lips, and face. And the products are really inexpensive. So we're talking like a dollar to three dollars per product. Is it not like a Target in-house brand? I always thought it was. It's not. I'm fairly okay. sure you can get it at Walmart and other drugstores. I just don't shop at Walmart very often. The one by my house is a little scary, so just don't go there. But uh, <laughs> I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that. I just, the one by my house is kind of scary. And so, <laughs> and I've tried. I agree. The yeah. one by your house is kind of scary. <laughs> it's like how the King's Zoomers by your house is kind of scary too. It's really weird. It's like you just, all you do is turn a corner and you're in a completely different world. And I've yeah. just been like, how is the world so different if I just step over this one line, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so so I've tried though. Like one time I, I can't remember when I had to go to Walmart, but I went and I was like, I'll just give it a try. I mean, what's the big deal? And I was like, oh my God, I'm so scared right now. <laughs> and then there was like a Mom, fight. Can you come pick me up? Yeah, totally. Mom, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> there was literally, literally a fight in front of the Walmart when <laughs> I was there. <laughs> like a fight that broke out and I was like oh my gosh (laughs) anyway so okay so the elf brand has this awesome (laughs) we're never gonna get around to talking about the product (laughs) all right you guys just go shop some elf get it over with okay elf talk about it anything you want just buy it no so I specifically and I don't know if there's I don't I don't know how well it works but it just feels like it wakes me up is there's this elf I depuffer so it's like a little eye roller that's supposed to take away the puffiness under your eyes so it's probably two dollars and it just comes in a silver tube and i believe i did a snap chat a snap about it i still don't know what to call it um (laughs) a couple weeks ago but and snapchat and snapchat and so that is something I highly recommend if you're an early morning workout person because when I'm driving, I just like roll it under my eyes and it's almost like this weird psychological thing that it wakes me up because the eye gel is very cold. And so it's mm-hmm. kind of like wakes up your eyes. Just don't rub it in your eye because I've done that before and it hurts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's important information. Exactly. So I do that on the way to the gym. I love this elf uh, eye gel. And the... Oh, so I was at Target. <laughs> when am I not at Target? A couple weeks ago. And I love shopping the travel size section. They have a lot of really cool things now that you can... I, I like to try things before I buy like the entire huge you know, bottle of something. So mm-hmm. I was shopping through and I'm like, oh, they have these really awesome vitamins. Like the, I think it's called Ollie 
vitamin brand. And they have these really sure. great vitamins that are like gummies. And I don't know. Oh, yeah. You gave me one of those the last time <laughs> I was They're so good. And they are shaped like a gumdrop. And so mm -hmm. I bought a couple, you know, packs of those. And so they have one for sleep and they have one for energy. And who the heck knows if it works. But it just, to me, it's like, again, psychological little treat for you that I just pop one of those in my mouth. I'm like, I have so much energy now. But those are really good. And I've tried a lot of gummy vitamins because I like gummy vitamins. But those are really good. Because they, they have like a little crystal. They're like a gumdrop where they have like the sugar on the outside. Yeah. Yeah. And they have, since we're tracking macros, they're only like three carbs. So whatever. And so then I was looking through this travel section and I'm like, hmm, they have body sprays for men, but they don't have body sprays for women. What the F? So I bought a men's travel body spray and it's Axe body spray. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm, I'm like, I'm waiting for the justification I, for this. <laughs> okay. So you were at my house the other day and you wanted some secret. Is it secret? I was, yeah. Secret body spray. So I gave you some of that. Mm -hmm. I don't know what compelled me to buy a men's Axe body spray. But I don't just, either, especially because men's Axe body spray is like the is like all I can smell is like a boy's middle school locker. Right. So I have been using that and I'm almost just doing it because I have no good reason um, other than to like freak out the coaches because I, I mean, when I wake up, I'm just like, oh, this I don't. OK, here's what it is. I really like how Axe body sprays spray it's all in the spray it has a really good pressure like you like and it's this. <laughs> and it's good coverage it has good coverage so the one that i that you use the secret body spray it, yeah. it like sprays out like one shot and it like lands on your boob and then you have like a spot on your boob you know like axe is like full coverage it has good pressure oh my so goodness. i've been using that i've been using a men's body spray in the morning because i feel like you just need to Not feel just any men's body spray joy. <laughs> you need to the feel douchiest men's it's body spray. So douchey. But yeah. I just feel like it just gives me a little pep. I have no idea why I did it. I was just like, this sounds like a great idea. So I, I have like a little cabinet, CrossFit cabinet of things that I use in the morning. And then dry shampoo. I love my dry shampoo. So the one that I did a Snapchat on is called Not Your Mother's Dry Shampoo. I think it's I think that's the mm -hmm. brand really really good because it doesn't come out in like those white streaks so that's been great right. and then the last one i will say is the i also did a snap on this is trader joe's tea tree oil body wash oh right you were talking about how needing an antifungal body wash yeah and which also, sounds kind of aggressive <laughs> it does sound aggressive but i will tell you this is kind of gross but last summer i broke out all over my back in like this horrible rash and i was like what the f and i just realized it was like kind of like self I did a Google diagnosis and it was just from working out. It was from all the fungus mm -hmm. in your sports bras and like, yeah, like clothing that doesn't really get clean. And so they recommended tea tree oil products to, I know this is, this sounds really gross, but it's kind of like a version of athlete's foot just on your body. So it's just from like overgrowth of bacteria mm -hmm. on your skin from working out if you work out a lot. And now obviously since we're coming up on the summer months, you want to be careful of that. So yeah, so I've, I've been just really religious about using an antifungal body wash to make sure that that does not happen again because it was really uncomfortable. Um, especially if you like live in workout gear because I wear sports bras all the time, like on the weekends and if I'd work out and then I wouldn't like take it off right away. So that's what happened. It was really uncomfortable. The tea tree oil body wash from Trader Joe's is really inexpensive and works really well. And then there's also a more expensive one that I got on Amazon that I love. 
And I will post that on our Facebook page because I can't remember the name of it right now, but it's pretty expensive. So if you can like just find, I think even Dial sells an antifungal body wash at Target, the brand Dial. And then the Clean Snatch Soap Guys sent us some really awesome products and they also yeah. have amazing antifungal properties. Uh, and their soaps are really awesome. They smell kind of so, what's that? If you're into that kind of thing. But yeah, <laughs> Clean Snatch Soap is, their products are, they smell so good and they really, really work well. So there you have it. That's like my quick list of products that I'm currently loving. All right. Yeah. There you go. I don't really have a list of products I'm currently loving, although I am enjoying my hat. Uh, yeah, talk about your hat and your hair. Instagram. Okay, so <laughs> I have this hat from Free People, which of course it's from Free People because it like I'm, it practically comes with a free set of tickets to Coachella. <laughs> it's like that that hat you guys all know exactly what I'm talking about totally. <laughs> and but I got it a couple years ago in Seattle of course also and I really like it I typically only wear it in the spring because it's too hot it's like actual wool felt and so it's too hot for the summer and I and in the, but it's not warm enough for the winter so it's the spring hat I guess and then my hair I just got I just got done what the heck is it called oh balayage is that how you pronounce it balayage 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 yeah, I don't know where the I don't know where the emphasis goes, but um, so she what she did was she like kind of ombre the bottom of my hair and then she re-dyed it like a different so my like she bleached ish kind of on the bottom and like streaks of my hair and then she re-dyed it like this coppery kind of light coppery color so I really like it. Um, unfortunately, right after it happened, I got a stomach like a little stomach bug and for like about 48 hours. So I haven't really done, I only did my hair once so far since I, even when I got it done a week ago. So I'm still, I, even I'm still sort of learning what it looks like because my hair has been in ponytail for last week. Um, but I really, I'm a big fan. I think it looks great. So, thanks. Wait, was Although that the first I, time you've I, ever I done anything it, like that? You said, well, I had, I got some ombre done last year, but my hair was really short at the time. And so, um, it was like such a, such like a small amount of blonde because, it was like an inch maybe at the most at the bottom of my hair. So oh, okay. I didn't really make that much. But other than that, this is like – and I mean I used to get highlights in college, like the way that everyone got highlights in college, like chunks of blonde. Yeah. But uh, – Like legally yeah. blonde type of highlights? Yes, like a highlighter type of highlights. Like someone took a highlighter and highlighted only certain strands of your hair. There's you know, like a Mitch Hedberg – it must have been Mitch. Who the heck was it? Who was like, why do people highlight their hair? Are some strands more important than others? <laughs> I had that type of highlights. Where <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this strand is red and this strand is blonde. I just feel like that look needs – the people who still sport that look. Amazing. A, I don't even want to associate with those people. But like what? Did yeah, they like not, the chunk. Did they not get the memo? And, like, if you're listening to this and your hair is still like that and this is the first time that you've heard that that's no longer the thing, I'm sorry. You're not it's, a cool mom anymore. No, you're not a cool mom. <laughs> I'm like a cool mom, not like a regular mom. Oh, my goodness. Happy hours four to six. <laughs> All right. So great. Let's keep moving along. We're going to talk a little bit about summer goals. Just throw some out there. We've talked in ad nauseum before about goal setting, about – the benefits and drawbacks of having specific goals about the benefits and drawbacks of having more big picture goals. And so we just decided that we don't feel like we need to justify to you guys what our goals are anymore or how we come about them because there are like 30 episodes in the past three years that you can go back and listen to if you're curious. Mm -hmm. 
So what are your, do you have any goals for summer? Are you thinking about them? Or I do. You, do you have, you, okay, let's hear mm-hmm. them. I, I feel like we always do these goal episodes and we never go back, but let's, let's just put these out. I, mean, I like to put these out here is I want to, <laughs> I want to wear a lot more jean shorts this summer. <laughs> okay. Love, cool. But I love, okay. So I want to, I, I love my J crew jean shorts, by the way, if you guys need a good pair of jean shorts, the J crew jean shorts are amazing. So I would like to expand my collection of jean shorts because I think that's just something that it's like the perfect staple for summer. Okay. So uh-huh. that's, that's kind of like a more Scott Parrish type of summer goal, but I really <laughs> want to get outside and garden. I want to get to a place where I have like a better knowledge of the types of flowers to plant. Like I always end up buying flowers and then they die or they like don't really look good in my garden. So I want to get a little more well-versed in the types of flowers that work well in my garden. And then I also want to go to a few farmer's markets. And I always am that person that like drives by farmer's markets, which side note, I'm listening to Jim Gaffigan's book, Love, no, Food, A Love Affair. I think that's the name of it, uh-huh. um, which <laughs> he makes fun of farmer's markets is like just people actually just go to the grocery store and then they end up selling the stuff from the grocery store for like five times the price. <laughs> it, it, side note though, that book is hilarious. Like I just needed something to laugh at and I have been dying laughing. It's so great. I know. Now I want to listen to it. I think that's going to be my free audible. <laughs> it's so good. It's it's You would love Dad is Fat too because he talks more about like child rearing and <laughs> he has like five kids and it is Brandon so, loves his. Yeah. Brandon so loves his funny. Like, parenting humor. Oh my gosh, his parenting humor is hilarious. Yeah, it's called Food, A Love Story. And so he just talks all about food, like throughout his uh, travels. And obviously he travels a lot for his comedy show. He describes kale as bitter spinach with hair. So he has this whole chapter about how horrible kale is. And he's like, it's just bitter spinach with hair. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so great. So he kind of like goes through every single type of food and like makes fun of it. Anyway, so he... He makes fun of farmer's markets, but I would like to go to, we have some really good farmer's markets that aren't just food. They have like food trucks. They have people selling yeah, really like cool the one arts on and crafts. Broadway where they always have the Kira Repa's food truck. I like yes. go there just for that food truck. Yeah. So I would like to do that more. And then Scott and I have a you know couple's goal to go hiking with you and Brandon and Miles and Luna. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. I like that. I always go to farmer's markets, by the way. So if you ever need a farmer's market buddy, in case for some reason you feel like you need to spend more time with me. I would love that. <laughs> I always go to farmer's market. And by you, I also mean Miles. Yes, that also. You can hang out with him too, I guess. <laughs> we'll, we'll probably need to bring him. I hear it's frowned upon to leave your child at home when he's only like six months old. <laughs> um, okay, so my goals. So I actually have a CrossFit goal, which is, so July will be nine months postpartum, which for me is a little, it's like kind of a milestone because, you know, everyone always says like, you know, it took you nine months to, you know, you spent nine months being pregnant, gave yourself nine months to get back to where you were. Yeah. And so, um, that's kind of my goal is to by July have at least feel back to where I was and at least feel like I can work out the same capacity. I'm trying not to like tie it super strictly to the numbers of my PRs just because my body has changed so much and I don't want to, you know, end up pushing myself in a way that will ultimately end up being harmful just because I'm chasing a certain number. Mm -hmm. But I really want to feel like if I walk back into the gym, I'm able to, you know, like my 100% feels like it did before. So that's my goal for July. 
And then I also, I really want to learn how to fly fish this summer. So I like, and not just like go once or twice, like by the end of the summer, I want to be able to like go fly fishing by myself. Well, that's cool. So it'd be like a proficient fly fisher. I didn't know you were interested in that. I'm, I, it's like been that thing in the back of my head where I'm like, I just really, it just looks like so much fun because it seems like the least cardio intensive outdoor sport (laughs) and like most other people are like i want to go mountain biking like oh god that looks so hard and like hiking i love but like i mean fly fishing like you stand in a creek in like you don't say anything to anybody and you just stand there all day in the creek and i i love creeks i love standing love (laughs) i what is that to love wait you just said you love standing yeah, mm-hmm. I do in creeks. I oh. love standing in creeks, like with my feet in the creek. It's like my favorite pastime, probably. You know what? That's true. I've seen so many pictures of your feet in water. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's fantastic. And you know, if you get to catch a fish, sometimes too, that's fantastic. But like waders, also super cute. What's not to love about some waders? Totally. I'm really gonna increase my the number of bucket hats that I wear, which I'm looking forward to. So I'm really looking, yeah, I really want to help fly fish. I feel and like then we I want really wanna... need to. Sorry to interrupt you, but I feel like we really need to go to more places where you can sport that amazing hat. Yeah, like farmer's markets, for example. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I can wear my jean shorts. So there we go. Perfect. There we go. Um, and then I really, I want to get better at kayaking. So that's my, uh, there's a stretch of river in Moab called da- the Daily, which is the stretch that I learned how to raft guide on. And it's like this really mellow um, whitewater section where the, the rapids are, are like just splashy and they're really low consequence because basically it's like rapid, long stretch of flat water, rapid, long stretch of flat water. It's like, what that basically means is that if something goes wrong in the rapid, you have a lot of flat water to figure it out before you have the next rapid to deal with. Oh, okay. So, you know, like if you have to swim, if you have to, by that, I mean like, you know, if you flip your kayak and can't get back over and have to like bail out of your kayak, it's not like you're going over right next to another rapid and you're going to have to swim multiple rapids in a row like you would in a, you know, a narrow canyon or something like that. And so, it's just a really good like beginner whitewater section, in other words. So I want to get proficient enough at my kayak roll that I would feel confident kayaking the daily. And I have kayaked it once, but I didn't roll, which was really due more to just pure luck than skill. So it's pretty impressive. I am really looking forward to learning how to fly fish, though. I think it's going to be like my thing. I'm anticipating it becoming my thing. So who do you Plus, go just, to? Like, well, I just see them. I don't know. I see them in the creek all the time. Like I, I could not you live. You just go in up to random nation. guys and you're like, teach me how. Well, there's like teach a fly fishing shop on the corner by my house. Okay. So I think they probably would know. And my old neighbor at our old house used to be like the manager at Minturn Anglers, which is a fly fishing store in Vail. Mm-hmm. And now, and then he was like a private fly fishing guide and he was going to teach us how to fly fish last summer. But then I was pregnant and didn't and had no center of balance and decided that it would not be a good idea to try to go walk in a creek with the giant belly so I, and so i did not go you okay. call him what you do <laughs> yes you call that guy that's what i'm looking forward to this summer let's move on to the advice yes mm. shall we can i talk about a really funny marriage story really yes. quick before we move on to that though and another side note sorry this is a very tangential episode. are they not mm-hmm. i feel However, this episode seems more tangential because it it is otherwise more organized. Mm -hmm. Yes. So you're uh, you're welcome. The new update on Snapchat where everyone's stories, if they have a new update and how every story goes into the next. So I Uh keep getting confused. Like I'll tap on Stupid Easy Paleo 
And then the next thing I know, I see something from Christmas Abbott and I'm like, whoa. And so it takes me a moment to register that the snap is not from Stupid Easy Paleo, it's from Christmas. Like all of a sudden I'll be like, whoa, this is a weird snap for Steph to be doing. Like, have you had that experience yet? No, I haven't updated. Oh, okay. It's really confusing because I'll be watching something. I'll be like, this is the weirdest thing for Christmas Abbott to be posting. And I'll be like, oh, that's not Christmas. That's, you know... Shane Farmer. Like Shane that Christmas had so many bees. Like, yeah, or, totally. Or like see something from Shane Farmer, and then all of a sudden I see like Julie Bauer's dog, and I'm like, what? <laughs> They're friends. <laughs> Whatever. Shane and Julie would probably be friends. Totally. Anyway, but I'm I'm such a Snapchat whore now. It's really embarrassing. I'm just like a 15 year old boy. That's why I wear Axe body spray and jean shorts. Yeah. So, okay, so I, I, speaking of advice here, okay, so Claire and I had this idea that we were going to pose some questions to one another, and we were going to give each other advice. And this is not an actual official question, but I think you'll laugh at this. So of, of what I almost actually texted you when this happened, like, what should I do? Because it's, I was making it such a big deal, but I, <laughs> I also just did not want to tell the truth. So Scott got a new Clairsonic, you know, those things like scrubbers for your yeah. face. And he got a new one. It's like a man Clairsonic. So it's easier to travel. It's it's smaller, whatever. And it came with this sample size of this Clairsonic face wash. And so he put it in the shower and I used it one day. I was like, oh my God, this smells so good. I'm going to use this. And your face smells like peppermint. <laughs> totally. It was like that, but it was like an awesome, I mean, I don't know why, maybe I'm just like attracted to guy smells because it totally smelled like this manly, I don't know, cologne. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to use this because I have a Clairsonic as well. So I used it a couple times. Like Scott's so weird about products. He'll either use them or they sit there for years. So I'm thinking like he put this in the shower and he forgot about it. And we share products, whatever, but like this was clearly his. And so I started using it and then I use it a a couple other times and I kind of like swish out my face washes. So I don't use it every day. But one day I was like, oh shit, I used all of it. (laughs) And so... I tossed it thinking like he's never going to notice, right? Because we have like a ton of products in our shower. And then (laughs) he texted me. He texted me that day and he just goes, weird. My Clarisonic face wash is missing. (laughs) And I was like, you're like, oh, I don't know. What did you do that? totally lied. And I was like, I don't know what you're saying. (laughs) It's not a big deal, but I made it this huge deal where I totally lied. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking talking about and like made it sound like he was the crazy one. He still doesn't know that I totally and then out of guilt I ordered a huge bottle of it because I was like what? And now he's gonna be like, I didn't even like that. Oh, I felt so That's bad. Crazy. But I was like I was like I almost texted you and Jess to so like quick help me get out of this lie because I don't want him to get mad at me for taking his face wash. Cause that's so something that he would hold over my head. Be like, I can't believe you used on my face wash. Amazing. Do you guys share products? Uh, no, because Brandon does not use products. He has a ba- a bar of dials. Dial? I think it's Dove soap, actually. Okay. And I no, that's not true. I use his. He has like um, he uses like shaving butter. Mm-hmm. Like um, not shaving butter, like beer soap, like with the little brush. Okay. That, like old timey men use. Oh wow! Because Brandon really wants to be an old timey man, like real bad. That's like his life goal. Is That's an like really old timey. Yeah. Yeah, and so I use that because it actually is really smells delicious. See? And yeah, <laughs> I, and I and it was like I ran out of shaving cream like 
a year ago. And so I used that at one time and I was like, why am I using shaving cream? This stuff is fantastic. Plus when you put it on like with the brush, like I know you're doing like your armpits, it kind of feels nice. It's like exfoliates a little bit. Ooh, <laughs> so now I don't know I have so- you exfoliate your armpits with, but it feels nice. <laughs> this is like, now I really wish Scott, see Scott doesn't really have a lot of facial hair, but if he used that, I would totally steal it. Yeah. And when you, and you like, and like, you can also use it, you, you put it on your legs, like exfoliates your legs a little bit because it's like a little coarse brush. Does he know that you use this? Yeah. I even, the last time that we reordered okay. <laughs> the soap, I like ordered one for myself. I got a lemon lavender scented one. Ooh. Yeah. And this is through men's products, right? Yeah. I mean, we get it on Etsy, but yeah. See, there's something mm-hmm. to the men's products. I'm telling you. It's, mm-hmm. it smells delicious. Although, I mean... This, the woman who makes them, she has to know that like, some women are using them. Otherwise, she probably wouldn't make a lemon lavender scent. Yeah, that's fair. Eh, debatable. Eh, debatable. Anyway, all right. What's your question? Okay. Let's, so let's hear, it. let's hear it. So my question for you, Claire, I need your advice. I, okay, I won't say this is a huge struggle, but I do want to get better at it. And I know you're really good at planning your food. And I'm probably, well, I'm going to continue with WAG. And I'm setting my date, my end date with WAG to be my like whatever, I think one more month is what I'm going to do. So I would like to be a little bit better, not Uber planning, like the people that we see in our Facebook group, our WAG Facebook group, like have towers. Who have like everything in a Tupperware, like like, on their counter for the whole week. That's never going to be me. But meeting to kind of like more in the middle of how to better plan with food. What do you do that helps you do you grocery shop at the beginning of the week do you have an idea the day before do you have like certain foods that you know for sure you're going to eat every day the first thing that i would say is that i do not grocery shop i don't do a big buy at the beginning of the week and that is mostly just logistical i live on the second floor of an apartment building that does not have an elevator and I usually grocery shop with a small child who has to go in a car seat and so at any given time i can only buy like two or three bags of groceries at the most because I have to carry everything up the stairs in one trip because it's sort of frowned upon to like leave your ch- your screaming child in his car seat in your house while you run back outside to your car that's like parked, you know, 200 yards away. Anyway, yeah. so I don't do that a lot. But I so I think the biggest thing that I do is I try to plan out my day in my fitness pal like two to three days in advance. And okay. so like right now I have all my food already logged all the way through the end of the week. And I know enough by now to know that like if that, you know, say like Thursday rolls around and, you know, I know off the top of my head that like I have, you know, two eggs for breakfast and I'm also going to have bison for dinner, which is kind of fatty. So I know enough that I know that like if, you know, lunch rolls around and I decide I don't know, that I want to treat and I am going to go over my fats. And instead for dinner, I'm just going to adjust and have like ground turkey. You know, so like I kind of intentionally, you know, I just keep that in the back of my head knowing like, okay, I know this isn't set in stone, but it does at least give me an idea of like, this is what my day should look like today. And if I want to hit my numbers dead on, here's exactly what I'm going to eat. And then knowing that if I want to change something, I have to account for that beforehand. Okay. Rather than you know, what I think, what I see a lot of people in the, like the Facebook wag group doing, which is like basically eating sort of whatever they want and then trying to just like, like Tetris their dinner to make everything else fit. And that ends up being a disaster. Yeah. So that would be my biggest thing is like planning a couple of days in advance on my fitness pal. And then I do have certain meals. Like I almost every single day have two pieces of toast with a quarter cup of avocado and two scrambled eggs. Like okay. that's my breakfast. 
Do you feel that it's helpful to, well, I guess when you're starting out staying with the same foods, but do you like to mix it up? Do you feel like your body reacts to different foods? You like, know, do you feel I've like your body gets used to the same things and it's easy to, or it's better to mix it up? I've heard that that is a thing. Yeah. I don't know. For me personally, I've always been the type of person who's only ever really had like maybe four or five, you know, maybe like maybe six, maybe like a half dozen meals in my rotation at any given time. Mm-hmm. So like I've never been the type of person to just like, tr- you know, try out a bunch of different stuff all the time. And so it's not uncommon for me to eat like that anyway to kind of know like, okay, well, we have you know, taco bowls and we have Asian bison bowls and we have grilled fish and we have, you know, like burgers. And like, those are our formulas that are sort of in rotation in our life right now. So that's just kind of how I ate even before I was on WAG, just because that made life easy when I went to the grocery store. Because I like kind of always bought the same things. So I guess in that sense, I do kind of eat the same thing, but it's not necessarily, I would do that whether or not I was kind of my macros. Yeah. That helps a lot. Thank you. Thank you, guru. Okay. Now you go. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So my question is about, and I feel like this question has been asked by other people a couple of times, but specifically for you, what is it about doing CrossFit? Because I feel like the last couple of months, especially you've really, you know, and this also, I guess kind of goes along with WAG, but last couple of months, especially you have kind of like had this new, a little bit of a surge in PRs. Mm-hmm. And so like what, energizes you to continue working on getting better and continue to come to the gym and like what energizes you to stay out of a mind funk of like well I feel you know I feel really healthy the way that I am and I'm happy with you know the body that I have and I feel good with what I can do and so I'm just gonna stop pushing it and just kind of like hang out where I am like what keeps you from falling into that mindset and I guess like what advice would you give to someone who's worried about that? Right. Well, because I feel like I've been in that place and I – that is such an individual thing, I believe, because I think about the when I was doing CrossFit three years ago, I was definitely in a place where after I hurt my back doing a back squat, mm-hmm. I wanted to poo-poo CrossFit and I was like, I'm just going to do it to work out. I, I, I – came into it a little competitive and thinking like, yeah, I want to get really good at this. And I feel like I'm really good at this. And then when I got hurt, I was like, I had, it's, it sounds really stupid, but I treated it like a relationship where I was like mad at it for a while. And I was just like, well, fine, I'm just gonna, this is my way of controlling it is my expectation. I'm going to lower my expectations and just be like, whatever. And I'm just going to use it as a way to work out. And I'm not going to really, I don't care about weightlifting anymore. So that's something that I just immediately went to and I stayed with it for a while. And I believe truly that it was just where I was in my life personally. I was struggling with a lot of things, you know, in my personal life. And there was just some other things going on. Looking back now, I can be like, yeah, it's just a reflection uh, for me personally. I know this just doesn't go that deep with everyone, but I was in a different place in my life. And I feel like my attitude at the gym really reflected that. So fast forward to now where I feel like, I've really dug into CrossFit where I've had my ups and downs with it. I've really was only going a few times a week for a long time up until January of this year. Now I'm going a lot more frequently uh, to a point where I'm like, yeah, I think I'm really ready to kind of embrace this and challenge myself in ways that I wasn't comfortable doing it before. So as far as what motivates me to to push through is in instead of just kind of staying where I'm at or just kind of going, well, whatever. I do know that my diet, TJ asked me this the other day, he was like, do you feel like your diet, what did he, how did he word it? Like, did your PRs and your performance 
change because you're oh because I started doing WAG right around the time when I started doing more CrossFit yeah so he was like do you feel like doing more CrossFit helped with your diet or did your diet help the CrossFit and I'm like hands down just because I know my body very well hands down it was the diet like there's no question about that that I know myself very well it was the diet that really fueled my performance they really like flip the switch. Exactly. And mm-hmm. even though I was doing CrossFit more often, I just know how I feel, my energy and my motivation. Is yeah. What... And it's not like you haven't ever like done other training along. It's not exactly. like you weren't training every day in some fashion. Right. Yeah. So so that was a big switch, like you said, that uh, motivated me to do better in CrossFit. And once I saw those changes in my diet or in my body because of my diet, I felt like I was faster as leaner, as stronger. And then I, it really boosted my confidence to say, I, I think I can do a little bit better here. And mm-hmm. I don't think that change that for me, the change took a long time. It took years for me to get over that mental block of the back squat. And that's just me. Yeah. My personal journey is that I took a long time to get to that point of going, huh, maybe I can work a little harder here and get through that mental block. For some people, I look at their progress and they can go from zeros you know, zero to 60 in like a month. And that's them. But, and Scott always makes fun of me is like, I'm not one to just completely, I'm not an early adopter. Um, (laughs) He is and I'm not. And so that's just, I I feel like that reflects my performance in in life too, is there's some things I just kind of have to ease my way into it. And that might be because I'm an introvert. But as far as the, the, you know, what keeps me motivated, is that, or is that kind of, does that answer the question? Yeah, totally. No, that's Yep. So yeah. I feel like we have some other things we wanted to cover, but we're getting so short on time. I know. I feel like maybe we should just hang on to them. We'll for hang next on time. to them. And I do uh, want to read a quick review because yes. we had everyone so graciously has been submitting their reviews on iTunes. If you want an easy way to support the podcast, we know we're always plugging Kalo and we're always plugging Audible and t-shirts and, you know, all these things that we come up with, which by the way, we do have a Spreadshirt account if you want to look for t-shirts on our girlsgunwadpodcast.com where you can buy t-shirts. But if you want a free way to support the podcast, you can just hit that subscribe button on iTunes and that will support the podcast in bumping us up in the charts. And that gives other people an easier way to find us. So if you just don't have the funds or you're like, ah, I don't want Kalo or I don't want Audible, you can click or subscribe. Or you already have Kalo. Yeah, or you already have, have all that. Another way to help our podcast and keep us going is to subscribe to the podcast. And it's actually really huge for us. I mean, those huge. ratings and iTunes are really, really important. And so, you yeah. know, it's not um, – if you are listening on a regular basis and you're just streaming, um, you know, it would be really, really helpful if you just went over and just hit that little subscribe button so that the the tech universe would know that, hey, we have another listener. And um, that also really can help us just in other ways in terms of our um, our numbers and helping us get an accurate count of who, who all is listening. Yeah. So we love our community and we want to keep this going and we can't say thank you enough to everyone for supporting this podcast. Last but not least, as you guys have heard us talk about, this podcast is also sponsored by audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash girls gone wad podcast. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. For you listeners of Girls Gone Wild podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. So this month, our book is 
Presence by Amy Cootie. And you can download any audiobook, but please know that you can join our Girls Gone Wild book club and download that book and join us in the book club. And we'll be doing bonus episodes at the end of every month to talk about that book. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash Girls Gone Wild podcast. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash Girls Gone Wild podcast for your free audiobook. All right. Read and read a review. Yeah. Do it. This review comes from Flower P. It's called Dangerously, it's titled Dangerously Addictive. I crave listening to this podcast. The itch starts on Tuesday and continues until I can get my fix on <laughs> Thursday morning. In all seriousness, I listen to several CrossFit related podcasts, and this is one of my favorites. She does then go on, this is a side note, this is Joy speaking now. She does go on to say she's um, binge, binge listening to our podcast, but she also started to, lis to listen to some other CrossFit podcasts, but I don't want to name it because I don't want to say like a bad thing about them, but she's like basically saying Girls Gone Wild is way better than the others. Um, <laughs> <laughs> listening to Joy and Claire, it's like uh, having a good chat with your besties. You know, when you're talking to a friend and your cat comes and sits by as it were human, that's how I feel. Plus, every <laughs> podcast is loaded with good and flow. <laughs> Every podcast is loaded with good info, plus we get two different perspectives. Some weeks I relate more to Claire, and others I feel like Joy and I were separated at birth. We even talk about Girls Gone Wad at my CrossFit gym. I started WAG when they did, and it has totally changed everything for me food-wise. Now that's influence. Then she says something bad about another podcast I'm not going to read. <laughs> One day, when I get over my fear of Snapchat, I will stalk them there too, <laughs> which... You guys, it's really fun. I have to say, it took me a long time to get into the Snapchat world. Uh, thank you so much for that review. That is so cute. I love that it. That was really cute. Yeah. So I like, the, I like the imagery of the cat. I know. It's so great. <laughs> All right, you guys, that's it for this week. Thank you again for supporting us. And happy uh, reading for the Girls Gone Wild Book Club. Go out and get your Kayla ring. Get your Audible book. And we will see you next time. Bye.